This is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart episode by episode The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast. There are always spoilers about the future. There will be today. Yep. So, just a warning. Yeah, this week we're talking about season two, episode 12, The Descent. This one should have been called Rose. This episode is yeah. fully focused on Rose and... Well, and Damon. And Damon. And Damon, yes. So my, my thought so is that Damon. it's more Damon's descent is really what that's, this episode yeah, is. Yeah, that's definitely where the title comes from, for um, sure. But main characters don't get their names in the in the titles of the episodes, really. They never do. Um, but yeah, that is this this episode is Damon's descent, for sure. Yeah. We'll get there. We're going to build there. change. Yeah. yeah. We got to start off kind of like where we left off from yeah. the last one, which is that, of course... You know, the werewolves had transitioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jules ran amok. And yep. we're going to see the after effects of that starting yeah. right, right off in some random campgrounds. Yeah. First real animal attack in Mystic Falls. <laughs> yeah, the first actual. Yeah. Yeah, confirmed animal attack. Yeah. Jules wakes up, like, naked in the woods. Yeah. And she finds a campground right next to her full of dead bodies, like, ravaged, torn apart bodies. Yeah. Yeah, she, limbs are just laying around everywhere. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah, she clearly, like just mauled this entire yep. group of people and she just starts going through their things stealing clothes getting dressed and cleaning up like it's perfectly normal yep and i just have to say this is gonna be a big rant of a scene because what other werewolf have we ever seen do anything like this literally well, yeah. ever that's why i'm shocked by the limbs it doesn't make any sense like a bite sure We've seen that. We've seen them be killed, like yeah. by way of biting, but like tearing their limbs off and their bodies. Multiple people in one yeah. campground. Wouldn't they have been running away or something at this? Like, sh- I don't know yeah. how this even gets achieved. It is not normal. Even Mason, yeah. who a few episodes ago, because you could say it's an inconsistency where they decided this was how werewolves are going to be and then changed it later on. Yeah, but I don't think so because Mason changed a few episodes ago, like right at Tyler's party there were yeah that's tons true of teenagers and yeah he did have like a showdown moment mostly with caroline because she's a vampire yeah but like tyler talked him down whatever but still he never actually went after anybody see that's what i thought i thought it was more like sure if they had all been vampires he would have attacked them because it's the yeah. werewolf's instinct yeah to attack the vampires sure but yeah, just random people like this, that doesn't seem to fit, like, at all. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's, again, like we talked about last episode, just yeah. working towards this point that they just don't want us to like Jules. She just sucks. Yeah, she's just the worst. Yeah. I don't know. This is a really terrible scene for her. I really... This yeah. is where I start to really not like her. Yeah, yeah. Because, like I said last episode, I've been trying to pinpoint, like, where it is that I decided I yeah. don't like her. And I did want to say it was this scene, but the problem with this scene is this is pretty much similar to what we've seen people mm-hmm. like Stefan and Damon True. and Klaus do. like Stefan a thousand times over has yeah, done Yeah, Stefan's killed the whole village. So has Klaus. That's true. That's true. So like I can't fall her for this necessarily, but usually after their rampages yeah. we get like some sort of scene of like regret or struggle or like yeah. even with Klaus where he can kill an entire village and like clearly like doesn't feel a thing about it. Yeah. We do know something about his emotional like place and we're like even though he's acting like he doesn't feel a thing about it, he definitely does. He does, yeah. Which might be true true of Jules, but we don't know that because we never get any emotional no. scenes out of her or her thoughts or processes or, like, her life or why she does what she does. Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, frankly, like, did she even care about, like, Mason? Like, I don't even think so at this point. It seems, and again, this comes through in, like, later episodes, but it seems like she's just very fixated on breaking the sun and moon curse. It yeah. doesn't... That's her only motivation within the show. And, like, getting Tyler for her pack. Like, he's some little trophy. Like, yeah, I, I it's really so weird. I really don't understand her character, and it just leads Mm-mm. me back to being, like, 
they don't want us to. She's just yeah. supposed to be some sort of faceless, nameless type villain where it's just like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I see. I think, I think that's part of it. And I think that comes through in what happens in the rest of the scene. So she's finding all of these limbs all over the place and she starts like piling them up and she finds like lighter fluid. Like she's going to burn them all and like hide the evidence, whatever. And then a park ranger or police officer or whatever comes up and like drives up in their car and like finds her and she immediately pretends to cry and like, is like so on cue yeah, so on cue so fast and she's pretending to cry and then the you know park ranger or whatever talks to her and she's like my friends like an animal attacked and the park ranger asks if she's okay and of course she is and she's like yes it's just my friends like whatever and he goes to call it in and Jules attacks him from behind and, like, hits him over the head with something and yeah. presumably kills him. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about that that kill that feels so unnecessary to me that makes me really dislike Jules. It's so, like, psychopath. Yeah. Because it's one thing to go on this rampage when you're not really in your right state of mind. Like, okay. But then she could have just left the scene because, like, what's done is done. Those yeah. people are already dead. There was an animal attack. That's yeah. what ends up being happening. I think they talk about it in the next episode. They find all these bodies. Yeah. So, like, why not just leave them, leave the scene, or, like, I don't know, just, like, leave the park ranger alive. He didn't really need to die. I don't know. No, because the people were killed by wolves. They're not going to trace that back to her. Exactly. They're not going to be like, oh, you killed all these people by tearing them apart like a wolf? Yeah. Yeah. It would have been fine. He was so unnecessary. Also, this is a town known for animal attacks. Like, let's be real. Exactly. It genuinely would have been fine. In fact, probably would have worked out for the best for her. It would have been blamed on vampires. That's true. So, like, if anything, I, I think really she's just saving herself like the bureaucratic struggle of having yeah, to like, she, go in and she's be. She's got to like go be like ugh, interrogated. interrogated. Yeah, she can't leave fair the enough. State, blah blah blah. But it's like, come on, yeah, come on, Jules. It's worth a man's life to not have to go through that. Yeah, no, definitely not. And I think that's what gives me the really bad taste. Yeah, I agree. It's all around. Everything about nothing Jules about her is, is bad good. taste. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that's it for Jules for now. She's just yep. killing people and wreaking havoc. Um, so, at the Salvatore house, mm-hmm. Elena has arrived. She shows up in Stefan's room. He's getting dressed or something because he's randomly shirtless. Sure. <laughs> we were watching it. Rachel's like, why is he just shirtless? And I was like, because he's hot. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there another reason? Obviously. Yeah, I mean, I meant like in world, but but I guess also true in world. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, Elena's coming. Let me rip off my yeah. shirt really quick. <laughs> Pretend like I'm getting dressed. Yeah. yeah. But this scene is really giving season one vibes again for mm-hmm. me. Like they were using that score that I felt like they used more yeah. so in season one. They used it in the last episode too, but it's definitely that like, I don't know. It's that certain vibe. And I think it's them being together too. Like I really do like them when they're together and they're not being like the tortured vibe that yes. they so often have to be. Um, and, you know, they're, they, they get into that in this scene because, like, they're trying to pretend things are good, but Stefan, like, can't really. Yeah, like, he's not having it. And Elena's, like, saying, like, don't ruin the moment. And he's like, I'm totally ruining the moment. But, like, you know, he is worried about Elijah and this deal that, that she made. And, like, you know, he is, like, going along with this idea that Catherine gave him that he thinks he needs to follow up with Isabel, that the next move is to mm-hmm. go to Isabel. Um, and so, you know, Stefan says that, uh, you know, he didn't make a deal with Elijah. Elena yeah. made a deal with Elijah. She should keep to that deal. But Stefan, he didn't make a deal with Elijah, so he doesn't care. Um, and while they're having this conversation, Elena is prepping like cups of vervain. Yeah, she's like putting vervain in water or something, and she drinks some, and he drinks some. Yeah. 
I'm just like, why were we not already doing we this? We should have everybody? been doing this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, someone did comment because we talked about this before when we said Elena should have been on Vervain when she was compelled by Elijah. Oh, yeah. Someone did comment this, and it was a really good point that she was, Stefan was feeding on her at that point. So, of yeah. course, she wasn't taking it. But Stefan and Damon should have been taking Vervain this whole time as yeah. soon as they found out. And I thought that was introduced. Well, the, I, I think know. they only found out that Elijah could compel vampires last night when Catherine yeah, was compelled in front true. of Stefan. I don't think they knew before that, which is why they weren't doing it. So, like, I do get it. But, like, they knew Catherine had built up a tolerance, like, that episodes ago. Because yeah. that's what they refer to in this is they're like, oh, well, Catherine built up a tolerance. So, like, it won't be so bad at some point. Um wouldn't they have questioned, like, maybe we should be too? Especially after Mason poisoned their lemonades. Yeah. Like, shouldn't we be a little on top of this? Like You would think, yeah. I don't know. But now it's become, like, not just a, like, maybe a good idea. Now it is truly a necessity. Yeah. Um, Elena should have already been. The girl should have had an IV on tap while she was sleeping. Yes. Just to remain constantly <laughs> yeah. being pumped into her bloodstream. But true, not there yet for some yeah. reason. And they reiterate that they don't know anything about, like, the originals, that, yep. like, probably nobody does, including the writers, a little bit. Yep, a little um, bit, a little bit. So they're going to go with the Isabel plan because, like, maybe she'll be the one who does know or could find out for them. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of, like, what's going on with Elena and Stefan right now. It's just, like, yeah. he's going to go off and do this Isabel thing, and they're going to take Vervain and, like, see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Downstairs, though, in the Salvatore house, Damon is talking with Rose and they're talking about, you know, she, Rose is just looking terrible. She's looking so ill. She looks terrible. She's saying, you know, like, we don't get sick. Like, she hasn't been sick in forever. And she's saying also, she's had a long life. It's okay if yeah. she dies. And, of course, Damon is, like, making jokes the whole time. He's saying, you know, if she was a wine and she'd been alive that long, yeah. you know, she'd be a fine wine or whatever. And, you know, she says... Damon gives her some blood and says it will heal her. Blood heals. Mm -hmm. She drinks the blood and she says she does feel a little bit better. So Damon goes to check her wound and he like pulls down like the, the shirt and it looks terrible. It's disgusting. Way worse Way than it was. worse. Worse than when it first happened. Worse than at the end of the episode when we saw it again. And mm -hmm. yeah, it just looks very, very bad. Yeah. That makeup department is putting in the work this yeah, week. Yeah, they were. I mean, it looked genuinely disgusting. And I feel like it worked. Like, yeah. It worked well. The makeup was yeah. well done. But Damon lies. And he's yeah. like, he looks better. Right, Elena? Because Elena shows Elena up right at that point. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's not telling it at all. But he's trying to. Nope. And, you know, so Elena's kind of just standing there and she's also trying to, like, yeah, she's act like, like it's yeah, okay. Yeah, better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. yep. But then Damon walks over to her, like, away from Rose and Elena's immediately like, is she going to die? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which I was like, she still has vampire hearing. Yeah, she probably she can still, still hear you say that. And Damon says, yeah, like, she's yeah, probably like, going to die. Yeah. Um, but he kind of acts like he doesn't care about it, which also Elena had interjected that, like, Damon needed to catch up with Stefan about this whole Isabel yeah. plan. And um, he's like, no, I agree with Stefan. Like, yeah, we shouldn't trust Elijah. So yeah. I'm not going to do that. Um, so instead, Damon asks uh, Elena to play nurse for Rose to take care of her since he won't be able to mm -hmm. to do it. And he, he also says Elena won't be able to help herself. She's a do-gooder. Yeah. So she'll obviously do yeah. it. Um, but yeah, again, in this conversation, the Salvatore boys, like in like a couple episodes ago, mm -hmm. are so in denial. This time it is all of Damon's turn because yeah. when they're talking about Rose dying, he's like, he admits, like, that she's going to die. Yeah. But what he doesn't admit to is that he cares that she dies. Like, he yes. he says that it doesn't matter, that it 
you know, it's fine, whatever. And Elena's just giving him looks like, are you crazy? She's, yeah, she knows. We all yeah, know. We all know. Yeah. Except for Damon, apparently. Yeah. Whether he knows or just doesn't want to acknowledge it, I'm not sure. But yeah, it's it's not it's, looking too good. Man's it's in not, denial. Yeah, he's very much in denial. Rose also not looking good. So yeah, you can see all where this is not going. Good. Maybe a little bit better is the school. Oh, barely. Yeah, back to the teenage barely drama better. that we've been missing out on for a minute. Yep. Uh, Caroline shows up not with the studs on her jacket. Like, I was dying. I was like, this was 2010's fashion. I, know, those I definitely studs, had a jacket like that. They jumped studs. right out at me as soon as I saw them. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, this era's coming back for us. People are going to have studs on their jackets again any minute now. Oh, my God. It's insane. I was like... I love this. This is so yeah, I was funny. Say, I actually don't hate it, but... But I kind of hate it. I do a little, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, so Caroline shows up and goes right to Tyler. And for, for some reason, they're all at the school decorating for some event that is never clarified what it I is. I think there's a banner that shows for like two seconds. It says Booster Club Barbecue. What that is. Also, Tyler's wearing his football jersey. It's, yeah, but it's clearly freezing outside because he's yeah. got a long sleeve under it, which makes no sense because he's a werewolf, so he's supposed to always be hot, but clearly they were like michael trevino shouldn't suffer for yeah, tyler's they, yeah just because tyler's runs hot yeah. he doesn't yeah yeah but anyway so they're doing this random event and um you know caroline's saying like that they should celebrate their victory mm-hmm. because tyler got through his first full moon mm-hmm. and you know it, it, it was okay in the end but um you know that caroline is supporting tyler through the transitions and like they need to be like more careful about it because like he almost got out and bit her and that would have not been good and it's so funny this conversation is like flirty for a second it's so flirty like she he thanks her for helping him yeah and she just like kind of like smiles at him and it it's so flirtatious i was also thinking yeah i was also thinking like she's so pretty like it was so cute i liked it yeah yeah, it's so flirtatious for a minute until it gets into this, like, really yeah. serious stuff of, like, we got to be careful because I could die. I could die. Yeah, which I forgot Tyler didn't know. Yeah, which I I'm sure he did. could assume, like, as a wolf, like, I don't know, she could rip her apart or something. Yeah, um, right. But that's not even, if he nips her, she'll die. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so she reveals that, of course, because he's like, why would it be so bad or whatever? And mm-hmm. she says, like, well, the legend says that it's it could kill me like yeah he's like what weird well how do you know this and she's like i read it somewhere yeah like, it's just such an awkward conversation she clearly can't talk her way out of this yeah because he still doesn't know that there are other vampires which i yeah. also forget oh yeah i no, don't know she i forget lied. how in the dark he is he's so in the dark she lied to him and he's just buying everything she's selling because he thinks she, like she's cute he, yeah she is cute. She's, Let's be she's beautiful i believe her yeah um but yes caroline is saved by matt coming over yes um, well say but not yeah yeah sort of um and so yeah she doesn't have to talk her way out of that Mm -hmm. so much because yeah he comes over and she immediately starts trying to clarify to matt that like the tyler thing is not which always a red flag yeah i was saying me thinks the lady doth protest too much (laughs) because matt says nothing he just comes over casually like yeah he's not even giving her a look and she's like it was nothing i swear i have no feelings for tyler like trust me Girl, we saw the smiles. Yeah, we Come on. saw the smiles. Matt didn't see the smiles, but we, we saw, saw the them. We saw them. But good on Matt because he does say, like, oh, I believe you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I trust exactly. you. Um, yeah, and so I love, shockingly, too, that he immediately yeah. believes her because let's be real, this was not the Matt of the last time they were dating in like the first couple of episodes. I know. Of the I was, when she immediately said that, I was kind of thinking, I was like, oh, he's going to have a yeah, problem with this, isn't he? Yeah, but no. no he Luckily, thankfully, he's yeah. still in his like good era. 
for now for now for now yeah but so they're good and he tries to kiss her um but it freaks her out and she walks mm-hmm. away and it's really awkward so obviously she is still wary of being with matt like the reason they ultimately broke up was because like well she her bloodlust yeah. at the time she couldn't control herself yeah. but like obviously like pulling him into this vampire world is just too dangerous yeah. for him and she can't um, fully be honest with him which is what Ca- yeah. caroline and tyler talked about in like i think the last or maybe two episodes ago yeah 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 which it, is it's, still true yeah and i felt like before when they broke up too a lot of it was honestly just because she was having a hard time controlling herself but like now it's fully just the honesty thing because she's really got herself under control so it's interesting that i don't know she still feels that the honesty Mm -hmm. is enough to keep them apart so they're broken up still for now for now trying to kiss her in the parking lot so we'll see how long that lasts it it won't it won't yeah it never does with the teen drama aspect this is the caroline plot in this episode is our little teen drama plot for this one so now back to the actual drama yeah yeah, back at the Mystic Grill, Jules is asking Liz about Mason. Even though she just, like, committed, yeah. like, multiple murders, yeah. she approaches the sheriff. Yeah, ballsy. I was, like, bold of her to go straight to the sheriff at the bar, dressed yeah. in clothes that she stole from her mass murder this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. And just ask about her buddy Mason. Like, come on. Yeah. Hey, bold. again, again, I don't like her. She has a terrible vibe. This is another reason. I'm like... Yeah. Any normal person would be avoiding the police, yeah. <laughs> but she's the worst, so she's not. Um, but Alaric is overhearing this, and of course, he's got to call Damon, his boss. He's got to report back to him <laughs> yeah. to carry that bit through. And yeah. yeah, so he, of course, he's also always at the grill because yes. it's just like season one. They didn't want to give him an apartment. That's what I wrote to. I was like, of course, Alaric is obviously just there. One of his two locations yeah, that he's allowed. He's only allowed. Yeah, they haven't given him an apartment yet. But. Once in a while, if he's lucky, he's at the Gilbert house. Other than that, the school. <laughs> school or the grill. The school or the grill. And we've barely been at the school, so they had to put him in the grill. Yeah, that's true. We haven't seen the school in years. Yeah. These kids are failing out. But <laughs> Yeah, they are. But yeah, Alaric overhears this, calls Damon, tells him Jules is there. Mm-hmm. And Stefan approaches Alaric after he gets off this phone call. And Stefan is asking him about Isabel. Yeah. Because uh, Stefan is still very fixated on this idea that he has to reach out to Isabel. Mm-hmm. So he asks how to contact her. And Alaric says, you, you can't trust her, basically. Yeah, because yeah, he quickly puts together that it's not about Rose. It's about yeah. Elena and getting like contact for mm-hmm. Klaus. And he's like, even for Elena, you can't you trust, can't trust her. You can't trust yeah, her. No. Um, I find this dynamic so interesting. It's a rare moment that we get a, a Lark Stefan yeah, crossover. Interesting. Is it just me or do they have the weirdest standoff energy every time? Okay, I thought that. I was like, they have really weird, like not even chemistry, but yeah, they Tension. feel like they're at odds. Yeah. Is they it just like Matt and Paul? Like, I know that they don't necessarily like they have it big tension be. like in it real life so but i don't know if that, that just was that even in. then in season two i don't know it seems yeah, that kind seems of early. crazy but maybe it was but it's also weird because you hear reports about how like nina and paul have said they didn't like each other in the first season and, and they like, get along just fine yeah. you never know yeah they're professionals elena and stefan you'd never know the difference yeah but for whatever reason alaric and stefan is just a weird vibe they have a weird vibe i thought that too i was like this feels like they hate each other for some yeah. reason. I don't know. Real life energy bleeds in yeah. sometimes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's for them to know and us to speculate. Yes, definitely. Um, so that ends that for now. Obviously, Damon's mm-hmm. been on call. And so we'll see where that goes a little bit later. Um, but for now, we got to check in back at the Salvatore house mm-hmm. where Elena is, of course, helping Rose. She brings her into Damon's room. And um, 
It's just so crazy. This is the first appearance of Damon's room. I know. I when we when I saw it in this episode, I was like, I can't believe this is the first time we're seeing Damon's yeah room. bedroom. I know. It, well, it's kind of weird because part of me thinks it would be a lot later, but then part of me is like, yeah. it's so intrinsic to the show. It feels like it should be earlier. But this is the first appearance yeah. of the room, and Elena sees he's got like a Gone with the Wind book on his bedside, yeah. like a really old looking Which- one. Yeah, it definitely looks like an older copy. And it's also like on top of a stack of books that are piled mm-hmm. up on the floor next to the bed. Yeah. And like the it's just like dark wood everywhere and the bed is just like so big. Yeah. I don't know. It's just ugh, the vibes of Damon's room are I so love good. Room. Yeah. I love his room. I really like Stefan's too, like the big loft and it's so full of stuff. Like it does feel like a vampire's yeah. lived a very long life and collected it. Yeah. But Damon's is so distinctly different and I don't know how to pinpoint the vibe really. I know. But it's very lived in in a nice way that's like yeah. still like well curated. Because it's also like I love the bathroom that's like combined with it that's yeah. like just open. It's just open and a glass yeah. shower. So you yeah. just walk in and he's just naked. That's the vibe. I know. I'm like, <laughs> which we'll see in the next one. That there never seems to be a door on this bathroom i think yeah. it is literally just open yeah it's all open. yeah um so good yeah so love his room and so when elena's first helping rosen she's talking about how she's a vampire she hasn't even had a cold in 500 years yeah um which is crazy to imagine like for 500 years being in absolute perfect top tier health more than you could ever be as a human to having to suffer the torture of a werewolf yeah bite. that is so it would unfortunate only feel that much worse yeah it would definitely be worse um, so anyway, so Rose, uh, you know, Elena helps her into the bed mm-hmm. and they're joking about stuff about, you know, cause Rose calls out like you've never been in here before. Yeah. And Elena says she was expecting silk sheets. <laughs> that yeah. was the only thing she like really imagined. Um, and yeah, Rose and Elena are really getting like a chance to kind of bond and be yeah. like, we talked about it a couple episodes ago when they went to Slater's that they kind of bonded too. And mm-hmm. I feel like this scene too reiterates where it's like, they really could have been like friends. Like, I feel like they would have gotten yeah, along. Yeah, the conversation they're having in Damon's bed, like about his room, it just feels very like girl talk. Yes, because they it's start talking so about good. like being loved and Rose yeah. says how Elena's so lucky to be loved by so many people and like she never really got that in her life. And like, yeah. she calls Elena out for taking the easiest option. She's getting all girl talk in like two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I've got no time, girl. Yeah, like, she's, got, she's been with Trevor talking to a yeah. guy for 500 years. She's like, I'm yeah. getting my girl talk yeah. out. Yeah, I'm yeah. about to die. I have to do it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she calls Elena out for taking the easiest option, like with yeah. the Elijah situation, that like making the deal with Elijah isn't actually like the best option. It's just the like path of least resistance. Yeah. And, you know, Elena's like, that's not fair but like they do talk about it a little bit more and elena smartly realizes like that the moonstone might not have even gotten dispelled because presumably the witch that helped bonnie is also elijah's witch so she's like i don't really know what's going on yeah i don't know yeah which i thought was interesting that elena like already knew she was like it probably wasn't even dispelled i I think she's just so like i don't want to say bitter necessarily or pessimistic but like she is leaning towards the bitter pessimistic side about this whole thing where it's just like I just think she's not likely to believe that anything is going her way in any which way because it's I not. think that's true. It's definitely not. Yeah. She's very like jaded almost about it. She's like, yeah. Yeah. So Rose uh, gets a cup of blood. Elena like helps her drink mm-hmm. it and she immediately starts spitting it all up yeah. and like it's just not looking good. It's not looking good. Yeah. Um, when you can't keep the blood down, that's never a good sign. Yeah. It's never a good sign. Oh, I forgot to mention though that like Rose is starting to fall asleep and Elena gets up to leave, but then Rose yeah. just starts like hallucinating about like prepping the horses and yeah. she starts talking to trevor and stuff which is yeah. why elena gives her like the cup of blood to drink and when she starts spitting it up elena goes to the bathroom to get like a wet towel to try to help like clean up yep. 
and she comes back and rose isn't even in the bed she's gone and then yeah. she appears out of nowhere and attacks her and starts calling her katarina which another red flag you know this is not looking good it's not looking good if she's singing your katarina yeah yeah so rose is of course she's got like the vamp eyes going she's like telling katarina it's all your fault like yeah you know she's very not happy with her and alina is trying to like get her to snap out of it she's like i'm not katherine i'm not katherine finally she gets rose to snap out of it yeah and rose realizes like yeah she's immediately yeah. so apologetic like she yeah. feels so bad and she tells elena not to be afraid of her and elena says that she isn't afraid girl truly has no self-preservation let's be real no. i'd be calling stefan and damon asap i'd be immediately. like immediately i'd be like yeah. this is more than i can handle let's be real like yeah i would be leaving that house or sitting like in the like in the windows of their son or something yeah sitting outside waiting and yeah. being like i'll help her out but like i think I yeah only do i can so make much. sure she stays in the house I yeah don't know. like this isn't normal yeah. um so elena again elena no self-preservation so she helps rose back in the beds like it's fine yeah she helps her lay down she reassures her like where yeah. she is and who she yep. is um and rose says she just wants to go home oh. and elena asks her to tell her about it yeah. And so she, you know, it's the perfect setup for the later scene because Rose, you yeah. know, tells her about England and her horses and just how much things in the world have changed and yeah. that she lived her life so afraid. And, you know, that's when she was really happy, like, as a human at yeah. home. Um, yeah. yeah. It's and a, it, it's a, such a setup for later. Yeah. It's a setup in a lot of ways because it's obviously setting up what happens later in this episode. But then... We also see this, like, what Rose has been saying is sticking with Elena. Like, it's setting yes. up that this is sinking in. Because the camera lingers on Elena for, like, a few moments after Rose gives this whole speech about yeah. remembering what it's like to be human and, like, fighting for being a human, basically. Yeah, I wasn't planning to talk much about it, but the scene is so integral to later scenes in season yeah. three. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, the effect that this eventually is going to have on Damon and Elena is, like, astronomical it oh my god if this had, if rose had never come onto the scene like yeah i don't even know what would have happened with them yeah yes. no it completely changes everything for them yeah it really is so yeah this whole scene is great and i also gotta say sorry for rose because the werewolf uh hallucinations feel terrible or seem terrible yeah. but they're iconic they really are <laughs> i iconic. love them i know i was thinking it's so interesting like when they were deciding what to do with werewolves generally that mm. they decided to do this but it works so well it, it works was brilliant. so well i love that it like makes her think like elena is Catherine, and that she's yeah, in yeah. like 1400s again it's like yep. it's a very well done well written well planned idea i yeah. really like it um spe speaking of good plans yeah i guess the, the bozo's yeah. out here with no plans at the grill the men <laughs> you say the planless yeah the planless yeah. stefan is just watching jules sitting yep. at the grill so weird he finally alark just texts him the number to isabel's number he couldn't be yeah. there anymore i guess i don't know so he gets the number for isabel and he immediately calls leaves a message saying it's stefan that he's calling about elena that it's mm -hmm. important he needs help whatever yeah no answer. Yep. Then Damon shows up. <laughs> Damon walks in and he, uh, Damon sees Jules and starts to make to go toward her. But then Stefan like cuts him off and he's like, there are too many people in here. <laughs> yeah, do not make a show. Do not it's do funny. this. Yeah. Like, and I thought that was so funny because I was like, yes, Damon is obviously impulsive. Yes. And like, you know, we'll do things without thinking. But let's be real. He's not going to like gonna murder do Jules in the middle of the grill. He's not yeah. that crazy. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever been that crazy. No, that's another level like that's it, another level no. it's like not even wanting not even caring if you risk vampire exposure like 
I don't know. No. Which maybe he thinks the fighting and stuff would be bad enough. And then if Jules went missing, that would be pretty bad. But like she's maybe. a random person from out of town. If she just leaves, who cares? Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, yeah. Stefan's being a little extra there. But before he can really deal with this, he gets a call back from Isabel. So he's immediately like, eh. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Let Kill her, don't kill her. <laughs> See what happens. So he goes to take his important yeah. call, um, leaving Damon, of course, to just go straight yeah. up to Jules. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he asks her immediately, how do you cure a werewolf bite? Um, and this is where you really start to see Damon's, like, vulnerability coming yeah. in, slipping in. Like, he's definitely yeah. very earnestly being like, I will do anything, like, yeah. for that cure. Like, yeah. I just want to know how to heal her. Yeah, Damon literally says, like, prompt, like, tell me how I can cure her. Cure her. <laughs> it's hard to say. Tonsled. Yeah. yeah. And I will let you live. Yeah. And we know for Damon, that's big. Like, Which this- is he planning to actually promise, like, keep that promise? I don't he know. He does but- promise her. Jules says, yeah. promise me. And I, I choose to believe him. He says, like, I promise. I don't believe Damon's word, but whatever. It's hard to say. I think he's so, like you know upset about this and genuinely wants to cure rose i do think he means it in this moment yeah he does not mean to it say in the that's moment. gonna that promise would last eternity yeah no. damon's word is not the same as elijah's no. let's be real no but it would probably last through the episode if she had a cure yes and she sort of jules sort of makes like she's gonna tell him like she starts giving out her card like i don't know it seems like she might be like willing to go along because she asked him to promise and then she just goes bite me that bitch. That bitch. Damon yeah. really should have just killed Jules. Snapped her neck there. right there. Screw Stefan. Just yeah, kill, make just a scene. Who it. cares? I don't Jules care. is definitely the most unlikable character of season two. She Easily. Because here's the other thing. If you're going to be evil, if you're going to do all these bad things, have some freaking finesse. Bite me. True. That's the best yeah, you can come up with. Bite me is the best you can come up with. Lame, boring, loser. Yeah, she's never winning best quote. (laughs) No, she really isn't. Like, come on. I don't know. It's just crazy too that she also doesn't even bargain for any info about Mason. Why would you not lie and be like, oh yeah, I've got a cure. I've got it back home. Let me. No, it's like blah blah. If you tell me where Mason is, like yeah, it's like we've been saying. She doesn't give a shit about Mason. No, she doesn't care. She literally is just there to like play a game and like make some open-ended threads and like win a war or something. Yeah, that she's gonna start for some reason. Like. I don't know. It's just... It's so weird. It's so unlikable. So anyway, so going back into some better stuff. Yeah. Better, but still bad, is at the Salvatore house. Well, before this, Jules does say, like, the only cure is a stake through the heart. That's, oh, that's yeah. pretty much the only Which takeaway. Is, yeah, she knows Which nothing. Which is also so callous. Yeah. Hate her. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. I just want anyway, to throw it out there. Yeah, she's, yeah, she is being callous. Again, hateable. Yes. Um, so at the Salvatore house, uh, Rose, she has just disappeared. Elena, like, yep. comes back to the room or whatever to check on her. She's not there. So Elena starts looking all over the house. And finally, um, she calls somebody to come help her. Thank God. I don't know if it yeah. was Stefan or Damon. But she, she just, like, leaves the voicemail. Damon, I was like, I think. This is not going well. Yeah, it's like anyone. <laughs> then she finally finds Rose in the basement. Yep. And... Rose has consumed dozens of blood bags from the Salvatore cellar, like, cooler. Yeah, the specific blood cooler. Yeah, Yeah. she finds Rose with, like, tons of just the empty blood bags all around her. Yeah, a real glimpse of her future with Stefan. So (laughs) Elena needed the prep a little bit. 
But as soon as Rose spots Elena, she, of course, calls her Catherine, and she starts chasing her. Elena's having to knock over furniture. Yeah. Yeah, and so she chases her all the way upstairs. She's absolutely rabid at this point, Rose. Yeah. And so Elena tries to calm her down again like she did before, being like, I'm not Catherine, I'm Elena, but it is not working. Like, she's well past that point. Yeah, it does almost seem like for a second that Rose is going to snap out of it, but then she just goes right back into it. She goes right back into it. It's not working. But luckily, our girl Elena, she's so smart, she rips down a curtain. Yeah. Which, of course, you know, Rose doesn't have a daylight ring, so the sun burns her, keeps her away for like a second. Um, And so, you know, she starts to run towards the door. Smart. This reminds me of Scream. I love Elena. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kevin Williamson wrote Scream in this. Yeah. And so it tracks really well. Like, she's smart enough to know, go for the door, try to get out. Yep. Um, But, of course, it doesn't work. Rose does catch up to her because she's, you know, not a regular serial killer. She's a vampire serial killer (laughs) at this point. (laughs) And so she catches her and, like, she starts to attack her. But, again, Elena's so smart. She digs her fingers into, like, Rose's bite. Which is disgusting. Couldn't imagine. Um, Mm-mm. yeah i couldn't imagine but yeah she does that to try to like which works obviously hurts rose so bad that she kind of like lets go of her yeah um which then of course does force elena like nowhere to go now except run upstairs so she has to run all the way up to stefan's room mm-hmm. she does blockade the door with like the dresser or something she's yeah. putting heavy furniture in front of the door as much as she can um and she immediately breaks a wooden chair so that she has a stake yeah. ready to defend herself um, and Rose obviously catches up and is outside the door and is just saying, like, I'm fine now. I'm so sorry, Elena. Like, just come yeah. out. Elena, obviously, smart. Bad idea, bad idea. Yeah, like, thank God she's yeah. figured it out. I was I half surprised that she didn't just go back out <laughs> yeah, like, oh, just okay, help I can help you. No, she yeah, knows. No, so she, she knows. stays put. And she also obviously already called Stefan and Damon. So if she lost her phone somewhere in the shuffle, like, she's just got to wait it out. Like, True. there's just yeah. no other option. Yeah. Um. So, unfortunately, that's what's going on with, with Rose right now is, like, it's like Jules said in the scene before this, too, to Damon is, like, has the hallucin- hallucination yeah, started? And, like, yeah. she's, she was, like, obviously being awful to him about all of the things, but it's, like, they're all coming They are now. all happening. She was yeah. being truthful, even if she was taunting him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Back at the school for a little bit of a, a light conversation, I guess. Matt is like trying to find Caroline. He's trying to talk to her about the kiss slash like why she wouldn't kiss him because she kind yeah. of just like walked away. Yeah. And Caroline is just having none of it. Like she does not want to talk about it. But Matt yeah. is like, just tell me anything. Like, how did it make you feel? Like, just talk to me. And Caroline's like, I feel. I feel like I love you. Like, <laughs> oh my god, girl, you're kidding. Yeah, I feel like it's such a hard place for Caroline to be in because she does love him and that's yeah. like how she feels about it, but like obviously she can't tell him all the lies. And also, yeah. I don't love the way that Matt approached this. I felt like he was being a little defensive about it. He, yeah. And he also said anything in the realm of truth would be nice, which I was like, bro, like chill. Is yeah. she really even lying to him that much? Like no. what lies have really piled up? Like there's nothing specific he's like asked her that she's lied about. Obviously, she's not being truthful with him, but, like, I don't know. I'm like, where are you even getting this from? Yeah. No, also, nothing comes to mind. Yeah, I don't know. Also, he kissed her out of nowhere after ghosting her for, like, several yeah. episodes. I haven't seen Matt in years. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, I don't know. It's fair for her to be it's a little be, overwhelmed. Yeah, and be like, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, so, I don't know. I was, like, a little, like, mm, I sympathize with you a little bit, Matt, in that, like, obviously, mm-hmm. she is lying to you. You're in the right there. But also, like, I don't know. There's, yeah. like... There's a little bit else going on here where I'm like, mm, mm, I don't know. You just kissed her out of yeah. nowhere. Like, that's not exactly fair. But anyway, like you said, she does finally admit that she loves him. Um, 
but she's like visibly upset when she says it like she's kind of crying um yeah see i don't know if this is even how she feels like i don't know if she actually does love him i feel like it was more of like a he's forcing her hand she doesn't really know what to say i think she loves even if she does love him it's like it's like you said it's just so complicated it's like I think she's already started to fall out of love with him out of the I think necessity so of protecting him. Yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's fair. what's happening. But yeah, he he asks her, you know, like to elaborate on that, like yeah. why if she loves him is she acting like this? And like obviously she refuses to really say anything else. And then Matt gets distracted by Dana. Love when a <laughs> random background character I know. appears. When they actually like reuse characters. I know, <laughs> yeah. it's fun. Yeah, I think yeah. that's her first though. We'll see her again I think in, so. in Klaus. Yeah. Um, or in the the last dance is the one with Klaus. Yes. Um but anyway, so he gets distracted when he turns back around, Caroline is just gone, just like missing. Yep. So she's avoiding that's she's the she's avoiding. I can't fault her for that. I really relate. Back in the Salvatore house, Damon finally shows up after, well, before he shows up, Elena is, like, finally coming. in the room. Yeah. She's finally, like, kind of deciding she can come out, but it's night. Because it's pitch so I feel black like, outside. How yeah. long is she in there? Yeah. She must have been in there for forever. Yeah. She was probably just hoping, to, like, if she gets out, like, at least I'll see if someone's come home. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. Who knows if she even had her phone or whatever. Although but. this was arguably the worst time to come out because now Rose can actually just well, follow her anywhere. It makes no sense to come out now. Like, it must have been quiet for, like, hours or something. Like, probably. I feel like... Because genuinely, I'm like, how long were Stefan and Damon gone? Like, that's pitch black outside yeah. now. And she does decide to come out because presumably it's, like, gone quiet. Yeah. Like, Rose hasn't said anything at the door. But she does have her steak at the ready, like, goes yes. downstairs with it. And she makes it down to the parlor. And the front door is just mysteriously yep. open, just wide open. Um, And she, like, turns and Damon shows up, like, right in front of her. Which, you know, scares her, surprises her a little yeah. bit. And he asks, where's Rose? And she's like, I don't know yeah um, Rose because is of course yeah, yeah the wide open door it's dark she can go anywhere she wants now of course she left so yeah that's that's where we've set up now so now we've got to figure out where's rose yep so we go we to the find, school we, yeah. yeah we immediately find rose not damon and elena but yeah, yeah. us the viewers we, us the viewers immediately see like roses at the school again she's just like not looking good she looks very sickly she's like yeah. kind of bent over at one point like coughing maybe like yeah, almost like blood. Yeah. yeah coughing up blood yeah and unfortunately this is this is why you never ask anyone anything or like ever try to yeah, talk to anyone stranger, yeah especially not somebody puking in the back yeah of that's the one throwing up yeah yeah and yeah a maintenance worker comes or someone who's working at the school like comes and brings trash into the like garbage bins that rose is by and you know tries to check on rose and is like oh are you okay like nope immediately rose goes in for the kill yep yeah Yeah, bites him bleeds him dry i was really enjoying the high school vibes for a second because they cue us in with the mystic falls marching band theme that i love marching band song (laughs) i love when they play that we haven't gotten that in a minute since founder's day so i was like maybe i do love the high school drama stuff it's fun yeah and then yeah rose bleeds bleeds a worker dry i was like ah yes this is how these things usually go yeah um the also usual that happens is deputy damon of course clocks in for duty the one yep. place he's not a boss <laughs> say why he doesn't just formally work for liz i don't yeah, know i don't know but yeah so sheriff liz you know he's talking to her they agreed they got to find out the vampire they're gonna split yep. up she's gonna go that way he's gonna go that way they got to keep it like cool because there's all these people there that they've just moved inside now. Yeah, this booster club barbecue is still going on. Yeah, even though they're like, there's obviously a vampire on site. Yeah, killing people, we'll just but move whatever. them inside. That's yeah. safer. Yeah, sure. 
So anyway, he's going to do his his cop duties. And again, I really like that this whole episode is feeling like season one vibes in like a it good way. It is very season one-ish. Like this scene especially, I was like, this is so season one. This yeah. This is so like that high school. Damon like, and Liz working together. Yeah. yeah. How to find the vampire at the function. It's yeah. career night. <laughs> like it's giving Yeah, it is so kind of giving career night. Yeah. yeah, I really like that vibe. Um, and so Elena is calling Stefan, who's just, again, MIA. Yep. And um, <laughs> she, like, says to Damon, like, have you heard from Stefan? He's like, that's not my priority Yeah, right he now. was like, like, a person just died, Elena. Yeah, like, girl, be real for a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he gives Elena a steak to, like, prepare yeah. her to go find Rose, which is very telling about where this is going. Yeah. Um, and so next we do see Rose, and she's attacking a couple. Again, yep. Damon vibes. We're getting the season one vibes. Yeah. Um, the woman is, like, waiting inside the car. The man goes around to go around the car, and he just disappears. Yeah. Where did he go? Yeah. Suddenly, he's on the windshield. <laughs> the windshield. Yeah. Very early Damon move. Yep. And um, then, yeah, Rose appears and starts feeding on the woman when she gets yeah. out of the car to see what's going on. Yeah. And the girl screams, of course. And then Damon hears the scream and comes over. Mm-hmm. And Damon is like, Rose, Rose. Like, you know, yeah. trying to snap her out of it. Yeah. And she cut Rose sort of lunges for Damon. They do like a roll or whatever and end up on the ground. And she does eventually, like once Damon basically like has her pinned, she snaps out of it. And she's yeah. very upset. Yeah. She starts like sobbing. And, yeah. Like, she just says she didn't want to hurt anybody. She realizes yeah. what she did. And she, like, turns to Elena and says, like, she's sorry. Like, she says it kind of directly to Elena. I yeah. Like, you know, we'll talk about this more. But, like, you know, Elena's definitely the symbol for humanity and human, and especially yes. to Rose. And so she says the definitely. sorry to Elena, I think, because it's supposed to be kind of like a sorry to humanity in that way. Yeah. Um, and Damon says that he's going to take Rose home, but Rose freaks out saying she doesn't have a home, which is so sad. So sad. Um, and she's saying like repeatedly that she doesn't have a home and, um, she asks Damon to make it stop. She keeps just like saying, make it stop, make it stop. She's just sobbing. And so Damon just picks her up and walks away and Elena picks up like presumably a stake that Damon dropped. I think so. Um, Yeah. She picks it up off the ground and follows them and it's just like. This, is this going isn't well. going to go well. This isn't going yeah. well. When someone is just sobbing in pain, miserable, asking you to make it stop. Like, you've only really got one option at that point. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's the option we've now got to go with. Yeah. Finally, Damon gets Rose back to the house. And Rose is, like, a little bit more lucid at this point. She's mm-hmm. sort of, like, come back to... She's in Damon's bed. And she apologizes to Damon. She's like, I'm sorry again. And Damon, of course, you know, he's still trying to do his thing where he's, like, making light. He's like, you went on, like, a murderous rampage. It happens. Which, more true than she knows, it does kind of happen to Damon and Stefan. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, all vampires. Yeah, it does actually happen. So, for better or worse. But hers is a little bit different. Yeah, hers is very different. And then, so she, yeah, she apologizes. And Damon says that. And Elena is sort of, like, seen, you know, sort of, like, in the doorway. Yeah, it's interesting how she yeah. discovers. Again, I think it's like Damon said earlier, like, Elena cannot help herself but want exactly. to help. And, like, she yeah. really has no reason to be there. But she's kind of just hovering in the door watching all of this. And Rose starts to, like, address her and explain to her kind of, like, how the bloodlust feels. And mm-hmm. how it's the worst part of being a vampire. And it, yeah. like, kind of takes you over. And, um, you know, how it, like, hurts. Yeah. And Elena, <laughs> well, so Damon, he's, like, oh well if it hurts then stop talking about it yeah and i love how rose like rolls her eyes when he says that just kind of like like he doesn't get it i know um but i love that she's like saying it for for elena like that she's like kind of interjecting these thoughts for elena because i think she sees that like elena wants to understand all of this yeah like wants to get it 
Yeah. Um, but Rose starts coughing and Elena comes closer to help her. Um, and Rose says, like, why are you so nice to me? I know. And Elena says, us humans. And Rose says, it's the only thing that keeps me going. Uh, oh, this whole scene just kills me. This I know. Episode, it all kills me. It's so heartbreaking. And again, again, like, Elena is this humanity thing. And she sees that now. She gets yeah. that, which is why she answers, like, us humans. Um, and Damon now, they've kind of reversed roles now. Elena's mm-hmm. very in it with Rose. And Damon's kind of standing on the sides listening. And he's listening very intently. It yeah, shows you him, can like, see. Listening. He's listening, yeah, and definitely being impacted by what Rose is saying. Yeah, but he's not participating in the conversation, yeah. I think, very pointedly. Um, Rose is very definitely using these, like, last moments that she definitely knows are her last yeah. moments um, to, like, psychoanalyze Damon. Yeah, yeah, because earlier she has, like, a little moment where she's she's saying, like, all these things about how she is explaining the bloodlust and everything and she she says i wasn't meant to be evil and then she goes on to explain she's like damon is a lot like me like he wants to feel like he wants to be human which i think is really interesting that that got teed up there yeah and i think it's so interesting she chooses to say that to elena that's i know that's what i was thinking i'm like saying that to elena is so talented so yeah. yeah it's so interesting so yeah she's psychoanalyzing damon to elena and she's also giving elena this pep talk about why she should live because she also says a bit of that in this conversation yeah. again as well about how elena should try to fight for her life yes um and she's also like analyzing humanity and talking about <laughs> what it means to be human like she's so philosophical in this yeah scene. she really is and i was really tearing it up the first time i rewatched this for this episode i was like this is so impactful like yeah. lauren cohen is such a powerful actress and she really makes rose I don't know, just so important in such a few short episodes. And the mm-hmm. writing obviously does a lot for that. But, like, her delivery is really what, like, yeah. sells it. Um, so, yeah, I was starting to tear up already at this point. I know. Um, yeah, and then Rose really starts, like, convulsing. Like, really starts, yeah. like, hacking up along. And Damon holds her and he tells Elena to leave. To, like, get and out, she yeah. finally just leave. Because I think it's pretty clear to everybody in this situation. It's, like... Yeah, these are the final moments. We know what's going to happen. Are the final yeah, moments now. unfortunately. And Damon deserves to like have a private moment with Rose, so Elena exits the room. Yeah. So before we end that scene, I'm like already like, I'm like on the I know. Um, we'll check in at the Forbes house for some yeah, let's, teen drama. Yeah, let's lighten it up for a second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so at the, at the Forbes house, of course, Caroline's just at home and Tyler shows up. Well, not even. Tyler's sitting on the porch well, waiting. Yeah. He's there first, which is crazy. Yeah, never a good sign when you get home and a yeah, teenage boy sitting, sitting on your, on door. your porch. Like, Bad. Oh yeah, like red flag immediately. Yeah. yeah, so Tyler is just sitting there waiting for her. And he says they need to talk. And he asks, you know, why would you risk helping me if you knew that that could happen to you, that, that I could kill you? And Caroline, of course, like just in her very Caroline fashion is like, because you needed help like yeah yeah just like saying you know you basically you know i'm a good person i'm gonna help you like just being very caroline and very endearing Mm -hmm. and they're sort of arguing about it caroline she starts to get very defensive she's very defensive which is why i said earlier i don't know if she does still love matt but (laughs) yeah she's getting very defensive they're like sort of having a little argument she's saying he can't accept help like all these things on and on and then he kisses her out of nowhere out of nowhere yeah Yeah, like the matt one was pretty out of nowhere but this one is really out of nowhere yeah and i honestly like i was really unsure like did she even know before this moment that she liked tyler like she might have felt it and just not let herself realize it i think that's because she was still loyal to matt i really don't know i couldn't read 
exactly what happened in this moment. But of course, she does end the kiss and is like, everyone needs to stop kissing me. Yeah, she like runs I love inside. that. I love that too. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a funny moment where it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She's getting forced to like kind of realize some things. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting too because I was like. I kind of do think Caroline would help anybody, like, I do think in she that would. way. Definitely. Granted, I don't think she'd be in there, like, you know, if it were, like, a Lauric right now. I don't think she would, like, be holding him and, like, rubbing his Probably back. Probably not. I would hope not, way. honestly. <laughs> I hope not. But, like, I think she would still be there for, like, anybody yeah, to, like, I, think I don't so know, too. help them through that. So, I don't know. And maybe that is still important to Tyler, where it's like, wow, you're just such a good person. Like, I think that's more of what it is. I definitely don't think Caroline was ever starting any of this because she was, like, interested in tyler no yeah and i think that is why tyler likes her i think he knows that too yeah but but yeah the way in which she helped him was so like okay girl like yeah if it if it were stefan or a lot yeah maybe for stefan like damon Damon or alaric or jeremy were in there convulsing and turning into you would not be rubbing their like hair and like cuddling up with them Mm -mm. while they're no 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 no, 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 no. Something different. We could be. We can be honest here. Yeah. So that's clearly. Um. That's clearly where things are going with Caroline and Tyler, even if she's only realizing yeah. it just right now. Yeah. For whatever reason, after that little, uh, after Caroline runs back inside, Tyler decides to go right to the grill. Of oh, course. Yeah. yeah. To Jules. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Jules finds him, and she starts talking to him, and she tell she basically reveals pretty immediately that. She knows that he's a werewolf mm-hmm. and that Caroline is a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, and she, like, says, too, that, like, you know, she could smell her out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She could smell all of her friends. And, yeah, you know, and Tyler's, like, very, like, offended, obviously. He just kissed Caroline. He's like, I'm in love with her. Yeah, yeah. And she, Jules also asks, she's like, you know, you couldn't smell the werewolf, like, Mm-hmm. The vampires uh, or, yeah the vampires the vampires how long have you been a werewolf and she yeah. sort of is realizing you yeah because he doesn't answer and it's pretty pointed where it's like oh my god you're brand new yeah you literally yeah. i don't know if she realizes like last night was the first time he's turned but it's like if it wasn't the first it was probably only like the second or third like yeah you definitely have not been one long um yeah so yeah she's like trying and i do this is the one thing i sort of appreciate about jules is that she is so willing and ready to help him and it's just like you know she reaches her hand out to kind of grab his to like be like we'll take care of yeah. you like there are more of us although she's like we're there are more of us they're coming like we'll yeah it's so weird it's, so it's weird. yeah the, she her trying to like connect with tyler a little bit when she realizes he's a new werewolf is like the most humanity yeah. like yeah, it's the most emotional Anything we get sort from of her. connection that the only way in which we're like given to like her. Exactly. And it's so fleeting because also in this scene, she's like, Tyler asks, you know, because I don't think he's really that interested in talking to her at first. Tyler asks, like, where is Mason? Like, where is he? And Jules is like, he's dead. <laughs> he's <laughs> dead. Like, shape yeah. up or ship out, buddy. Yeah, like, she's obviously. like pulling no punches. She's just very immediately like, he's dead. Oh, and by the way, Caroline killed him. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The girl, Caroline killed him. Girl, you have no clue. Girl, you have no clue. Caroline wasn't even involved in that. No, at all. Like, at literally all. at all. Um, But she does reveal to Tyler, too, that, like, this town is crawling. Exactly. Like yeah. There she are tons says, of them. Yeah. She said it was Caroline and her friends were behind yeah. it. Yeah. And he does say, like, oh, well, Caroline said there are no other vampires in town. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. Clearly, you know, she's unveiling a lot of the, the stuff that's been going on that Tyler's been so clueless about. Yeah. Um. 
but unfortunately, I don't know. It's just in such a bad way. And look it's at terrible. the effects yeah. of that in the next one. Um, but she's clearly like, this is also the bad taste. It's nice that she's helping him, but it's terrible that she's spinning it in such a way that's just like devious. Like she's trying to turn him to her Yeah, son. exactly. And turn him against like his friends. Yeah. Or friend, I guess. It, just at least Caroline. Yeah. So I guess we're gearing up for the vampire werewolf war now. Yeah. <laughs> so weird that Jules yeah. is inciting for no reason, but okay. Yeah. So anyway, back to the actual real. The real plot. Come the on. The real plot of this episode, yeah. the real meat of it. I don't even want to talk about it for being real. I know. I'm like, I'm like I, I kind of love it because I want to talk about it so badly, but I'm like, I kind yeah, of don't want to talk about it. Producer Shay said last night, Producer Shay was like, this will be the first episode you guys cry on the podcast. I know, I honestly. Like, I'm going to force myself not to. Yeah, we'll see. I'm already yeah. feeling teary. I just thinking about it. I know. So, of course, we start off with Damon and Rose. Mm-hmm. They're lying in the bed together. Damon tells Rose to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wakes up in what looks like a countryside. Um, and, you know, there's horses everywhere. She has her long hair yeah. again. And, you know, she's clearly in a dress that's from, like, centuries ago. Yeah. Like 1400s. Yep. Um, and there is Damon sitting on the hill. And he's in his black shirt and his black boots. The classic Damon look. The classic look. Damon look. Um, yeah. Also kind of helping us as viewers understand this is not a, like, a memory or a flashback or anything. This is clearly, like, a dream that he's giving to her. A yeah. A fantasy of some sort. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Rose asks Damon, like, how he knew about this like how he knew to, yeah. to show her this and he says that elena like yeah which is so funny when did they ta- find him to talk yeah about i don't know i i feel like my head canon is like they did have a conversation about like yeah what's gonna come like what yeah. with when the rest of this yeah yeah i think so too um but yeah so this is like rose's favorite place that she loved as a girl yeah and she's when she was human that. yeah when she was human yeah. so she's talking about yeah that, how- and also very important to note like she's currently human in this mm-hmm. dream because she's in the sun yes yeah, and she's, she's laying in the sun yeah it's like back in the 1400s when she was mm-hmm. human yeah and she's talking about how good it feels to have like the sun on her face yeah. and like oh it's just so sweet and mm-hmm. they're having like this philosophical banter i can't really even recount it now to yeah what they're talking there's about. just too much going on there's so much going on it's so hard to talk about um, but this dream is clearly that perfect last moment that Damon mm-hmm. is, like, giving to Rose. Yeah. And again, like, the sun. Like, she's lying with the sun on her face. It's just, like, it's everything I think she wanted yeah. and, like, needed and deserved to have in her last moments. Yeah. Um, by this point, I'm full on sobbing. Oh, I'm I, I'm a mess. I can also, barely see the TV, so I don't know what happens next, barely. Yeah, which is why I can't recount this. My notes are not accurate because no. I was miserable. Yeah, I, yeah, the only thing that I'm it's sticking out to me is they're having some of these philosophical debates or whatever, and mm-hmm. Rose is talking about how she missed being human and missed having a family and friends. Like, she used mm-hmm. to matter. Yeah. And Damon says... Stop, I'm going to cry. He says, you do. Like, you do matter. Yeah. And Rose says, this is even worse. It makes it so much worse. She's like, I don't. No, I don't. But you do. Like, you have people who love you. Like, you, this is the life you've chosen, and you do matter to these people. Yeah. Oh. I'm literally going to cry. I know. I'm, like, tearing up. I'm tearing up. (laughs) We're going to have to cut. I know. Oh, my God. It's so tragic. Uh, And they kind of bounce back from it, like, briefly, because... She says, like, let's just enjoy the fresh air. Let's just yeah. enjoy it. Which is also so sad because she hasn't gotten that in and years. Hundreds, 500 hun- years. 500 years. And also she says, you know, let's enjoy the fresh air. And Damon says, 
for a while for yeah. a while we can oh. like you know her time is limited you and you know that this is just a fleeting moment i know and she thanks him for taking away her pain yeah. and he says oh. he's glad that he could it's just so like again the acknowledgement that like she is dying these are her she, final yeah. moments and they speculate again about who she will see when she dies yeah. she's like maybe i'll see my parents and she's like maybe i will see trevor I'm gonna cry. I know. I'm the ter- next line, I'm like, oh I'm my god, up. we're gonna have to like write it on the screen yeah. or something. You guys just you have to, you have, to have the video version and just read it because yeah, yeah. Then she says, "I'm not afraid anymore." Yeah, which is so sad, and I think that's like the confirmation I guess Damon mm-hmm. needed to do what he needs to do in this moment. Yep. Um. Because yeah, because yeah, because we start we... cutting back to reality now because we've mm-hmm. just been in the dream for most of this scene, and then we see real Damon holding mm-hmm. Rose. Um, and he's also sobbing now and is holding a stake in his arm. Or yeah. His hand. And it's so notable and you might not have even realized this in watching this, but this is the first time that we've seen Damon cry in the whole series. Like, Stephanie never thought about that. Cry. They cry every day. They cry <laughs> every, every episode. episode. So, so it's like, whatever. I do feel like we're a bit desensitized to it, but I was just reading, like, facts about this episode or whatever. And it yeah. said, like, this is the first time that we actually see Damon yeah. like, cry. I never we thought about that. The, he had the one tear for Elena. The single tear for her. Elena, yeah. But that's different. This it's is a, like a full on, like. That also wasn't, like, sad. Yeah, it wasn't it was, sad. It was just, yeah, it was just difficult, yeah. I guess. So he has the one singular tear, but this is like a full, like, sigh. Yeah, yeah. Know? Like, and it builds, too, because they cut back and forth a couple times, and, like, his eyes are welling up the whole time. Yeah. <sighs> yes. So we see Dream Rose tell Damon that they should race to the trees. <laughs> and they're, like, giggling and laughing about who will win, because he's like, well, this is my dream. Like, I can make sure that I win. I can cheat. Yeah, I can cheat. Yeah. Um, so they're, like, oh my god they're like gearing up to like race to the tree line and she starts counting down and in reality damon before she can even like complete the countdown like on the one basically she's he stakes her through the heart yeah her yeah and she yeah she starts to desiccate and i think this is when like the tears really start flowing like this is when damon is genuinely like if there was a question before yeah he's fully sobbing now as am i when i watch this i'm trying to pull it together right now i know yeah i know but yes so the camera like it really holds on rose Mm -hmm. as her face like goes gray which it does most of the time when like vampires are killed but it really holds for a long time and then it holds even longer on damon's just devastated looking face and this i mean we've said it already but like we got to say it again is this episode is just so important to the Mm -hmm. overall like show and especially this season yeah not only season wise because it shows the stakes of a werewolf bite and a werewolf situation which is so important set up for like the finale everything yeah um but also for damon like the unraveling of damon in this moment Mm -hmm. and like what this moment is doing to damon as a character within the arc of the series is so like astronomical like this is such an intrinsic moment like you said earlier yeah. it's like if rose had never shown up like he would be a different person damon would be a different like relationship they never would have gotten together i think i um, yeah no that's kind of what i was getting at i don't know if they ever would have even gotten together i don't know maybe but like it's really hard to say because i think that this is such an intrinsic it is the most human that we ever see him. It is the biggest crack in releasing yeah. his humanity that ever happens in this show. Maybe Enzo could have gotten him there, but even then, I think like I think Rose was like said what he needed in this moment. Yeah. Um, 
And just to make the tragedy even worse, the next scene Ugh. is, of course, dutiful I Damon. Know. He meets up with Liz, and he shows her in the trunk of his car Rose's body to show that he, you know, got the vampire, that he did the thing tonight. Um, it's just yeah. so tragic that, like, he had to, he do had to the go right do thing. this. Yeah. yeah. It, it's so devastating that, like, he had to choose to, like, do the thing for the safety of the group of, like, showing that he did the thing to protect the town and, like. Yeah. He had to, like, throw Rose in the trunk and bring uh, her to Liz. Which probably felt so, like, disrespectful I know. and just devastating. I know. Well, which is, this is why I think how this plays out is, you know, Liz is thankful to Damon and, you know, thanking him for saving the town again. And yeah. Damon is just very, like, you can tell he's, like, kind he's of so, not literally yeah. turning it off because he's not turning off his humanity. But, like, he's trying to turn it off. Like, he's putting on his face. It's the human way that we all have to do when, like, you're just dealing with so much. Like, if you've ever you really dealt with putting grief on your in your face. life. Yeah, where it's just, like, yeah, you just sometimes have to put on a show and act like you're okay when you're, like, so not okay. Yeah, exactly. And then he does... Back to the like feels like he's disrespecting her throwing her in the trunk he tells liz like i'll take care of the body yeah like yeah he just had to prove that he did it yeah so like it's terrible that he had to go do that so anyway he gets home to the salvatore house and elena is waiting Mm -hmm. at the house to check on damon to see if he's okay and he's pretending that he's unaffected that he's fine but like he's so visibly not he's so not fine yeah so he tells her to go home Mm -hmm. and he says he doesn't care about rose that he isn't upset yeah again yeah he's fine yeah Um, she says she says you know i'm your friend like i know when my friends are hurting like yeah yeah i don't know like that's what a friend is supposed to do for each other yeah and Damon does finally admit that he feels guilty, that, like, he knows yeah. it's his fault for riling up Jules and that she was coming for him and that yep. she got Rose instead. Um, that's, like, the only real admission we get in this scene where, like, yeah. which is enough for Elena, I think. Um, because Damon also like, goes on to say, like, you know, that that would make me human and I'm not human about, yeah. like, his feelings and whatever. So, again, clearly the human conversation earlier mm-hmm. with Rose has, like, deeply affected him. Yeah. Um, and so he goes after Elena for like giving up on, you know, not fighting for her life like, yeah. that she's given up with Elijah and that like she should just go home because there's been enough doom and gloom yeah. and general personal growth for the day. Yeah. Which is a great line, <laughs> even though he's devastated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he tells her to go home. Yeah. And she starts to kind of go like she's about to, but then yeah. she just kind of gives him a look. And then she leans in and she gives him a hug. She's such an empath. Like she, she really is. like feels that moment for him. Yeah. And the hug is just so tender and it's a long hug. Like she so holds tender. him for a minute and the camera mostly focuses on Damon and you can see like he is so pained and you can see he wants to cry but isn't. Like he's yeah. holding it back. Yeah. I don't know. He just Yeah, you can acting is is really spectacular. Top tier. Yeah, you can really see in this moment how so truly he is struggling yes and you know she leaves and says good night to him she just gives him a quick good night and leaves yeah and like like she's doing as much as she can with what he's allowing her to do she is yeah like he would not have let her like stay the night there to like give like comfort him or whatever yeah, i don't no. know so yeah she does what she can um but of course she does go home so quick sidebar on elena's story here yeah <laughs> so elena goes home to the gilbert house where Stephanie yep. is just there sure weird also 
I've got to call this man out for being MIA on like one of the worst days possible. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with him? I don't know. I I didn't really like Stefan that much in this episode. I was thinking about it when he talks, when Stefan talks to Alaric at the beginning of the episode and Alaric at first thinks Stefan wants to talk to Isabel about Rose. Yeah. But he actually wants to talk to her about Elena. I'm like, oh yeah, Stefan doesn't give a shit about Rose as evidenced by the fact that he's nowhere yeah. to be seen. Yeah, which is weird when he knows that Rose was Lexi's friend. Yeah. That's so messed it's up. It's so weird. Also, like, the Isabel thing can wait. She has... Rose has one day. Yeah, like, one You have day. to know. She has not much time. Like, no. come it, on. It really is insane. I understand prioritizing, like, Elena in a way. Like, he could be yes. there and be texting Isabel. He can go take a phone call. Where did he have to go all yeah. day? That was so no. important. He had to go to the grill to make that phone call. He had to go to a lark to talk to yeah, him. He can't call a lark on the phone. It's so yeah. This yeah, is crazy. No. This is just crazy. It's so unlikable of him to yeah. be like, "Come on!" Like I know you weren't that close with Rose, but the fact that Rose was friends with Lexi, your best friend, yeah. and you can't do that for Lexi to try and, to be there for her, and is your brother's like closest friend at the moment. Like, yeah, yeah. It shows know. how little that he cares about like Lexi and Damon in a way where it's like you're not going to support someone that they cared about yeah I don't know he's just so fixated on the Elena thing like this is a problem I think with Stefan where he gets so like narrow-minded it's the scientist Stefan coming out yeah like he's very he can get very one track about like needing to solve something and not thinking about the effects that will have on people and of course is perfectly showcased by the answer to what he's been doing all episode Uncle John steps out of a room showing that that's who Stefan is brought. Not even Isabel. Uncle John. Not that either were great, but I was going to say the worst of two evils. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. my God. Yeah, like, the worst of a for sure. We evil. had to bring him back. I forgot he comes back so early. Yeah. Ugh. I re- I literally wrote great, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. I swear. He, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be around for a few. So. Unfortunately. Some good, some bad, but mostly bad. Mostly we'll bad. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're ending up that storyline. Again, teeing up for the next one because that ends up being like a pretty big factor in the mm. next one. Uncle yeah. John being back. Definitely lots of Gilbert family time in the next one. For um, better or worse, I guess. For better or for worse. Yeah. Definitely for worse. This next scene, which is yep. one of my favorite, most iconic scenes. Oh my God. Lives in my two, head rent free. Maybe evolved the show. I'm not sure. I think um, I know every word to the scene, basically. <laughs> you do. She was saying most of them. Yeah. We were just rewatching. <laughs> I tried it. to be quiet during the really good part, but I was holding back. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I love this scene. And it is, of course, the classic Damon laying in the road, mm-hmm. quote unquote, dead moment. Um, it's definitely a callback again to those first like yeah. few episodes, early season one vibes. You know, a woman drives up in yep. her car. She stops. She gets out to check on him, asking him if he's okay. And Damon says he's lost. And she's like, so you're laying in the middle of the road. Yeah. But he elaborates. You know, Not that kind of lost. Yeah. Metaphorically. Existentially. I love. I love. <laughs> and so, so good. Yeah. So she. So he asks, can she help him? Yeah. <laughs> um, which is just funny. Because then she's clearly like getting like, oh, wait a second. This is not like, you know, seemed like a man injured in the road yeah. or something. No. Because yeah. he immediately pulls a flask out of his pocket and starts drinking yeah. from it. She, of course, realizes that he's drunk. And so she tries to leave like any smart woman would do. Yep. Because she says, she's like, oh, you're drunk. And, yeah. And she goes to leave. And she's walking back to her car. But before she can get to her car um, and, you know, complete getting into the yeah. car, he runs right in front of her and compels her not to move. Mm-hmm. And she says she doesn't want any trouble. But he says, neither, neither do, do I. I. 
but like, all I got is trouble. It's like, I'm just going to let you fill in all the lines. <laughs> yeah, now. I'll just say the words. And I just love that. Neither do I, but all I've got, I got is, is trouble. trouble. Then cue the music. Cue DLZ TV on the radio. Like, spoiler alert so for best song, but like, come obvious. on. It's so obvious. This song yeah. cues in and it's immediately like, it's got this like kind of gritty rock and roll vibe yeah. to it. it, it it's so Damon. Yeah, like if you didn't already know what was going on with this scene, it already cues up of like, oh, like she's she's not like gonna this make is, it. Yeah. yeah, this is such an existential rock and roll moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I also just wrote down the transcript of this scene because I was like, how else? How else do you can just we describe this? Yeah. I feel like we have to give the cue. Do you want to read his whole little speech here? Do you have it written down, or should I? Read it? I do have it written down. I could probably do it by heart too, but I yeah. don't want to risk it. I don't want to <laughs> mess it up. It's so good. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, she she seems like kind of confused as to what's going on. She doesn't know why she can't move. And then he asks her name mm-hmm. and she says, Jessica. And he says, Hi, Jessica. Oh, I'll just I'll just I'll just read it. I'll read it. I don't want to I don't want to mess yeah, it up. Read it, read it, read it. Uh, I have a secret. I have a big one. And I've never said it out loud. I mean, what's the point? It's not going to change anything. It's not going to make me good. Make me adopt a puppy. I can't be what other people want me to be. What she wants me to be, this is who I am, Jessica. Oh, it's so good. Heart-wrenching. And Jessica, again, she's yep. focused on the fact she's probably about to die. Is like, are you going to hurt me? Yep. Um, and he goes, I'm not sure because you're my existential crisis. Do I kill you or do I not kill you? <laughs> Jessica says, please don't. <laughs> and he says... But I have to, Jessica, because I'm not human and I miss it. I miss it more than anything in the world. That is my secret. But there is only so much hurt a man can take. Oh, my God. This scene is just killing me as it's, it's going. so good. The fact that this is, like, what Damon would probably be or should be saying to Rose, like, this yeah. venting about humanity and these feelings and about Elena, mm-hmm. too, and that without Rose, he's now just had to find a random woman in the road yeah. to say these things to. Mm. It really just kills me. Yeah. So, of course, Jessica's please don't. She's pleading yeah. for her life. Mostly just please don't, please don't over and over again. Yeah. And um, Damon tells her you're free. Yeah. And he's he starts crying. Yeah. He starts crying. He yeah. says you're free to go. And so she starts to try to run for her car. But yeah. before he she can get to her car, he vamp speeds in front of her. Yeah. The music gets louder. The music gets louder. And, and then he, he bites her. And the yeah. music gets louder again. It yeah. just really builds the intensity. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It gets to the really like heavy rock and roll kind of chorus of yeah. the song. And so, yeah, of course, he drains her. She dies. And... Then it is left, again, with, like, kind of the lingering on Damon's face throughout, like, the camera mm-hmm. throughout this episode. This especially. It just stays on his devastated, bloody, stained face. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of, like, the Droker or something. The way yeah. the blood was, like, smeared across his, like, lips. And he's just kind of staring into camera, just looking, like, so lost and lifeless and clueless. And, like, I don't know. It's just such a... And he still has, like, the vampire, like, veins in yeah. his eyes. Um but yeah, it, it just like absolutely like Ian killed this scene. Like, oh my god, incredible! Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, we've talked about like you know Stefan and like yeah. the Miss Mystic. Like Paul had a really good episode. Nina, were always Elena and Catherine. She always gets like she's really always great killing scenes. it. Yeah, but this like, is the first one I think where like Ian really gets some serious like material to work with. You know? Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, a great job with Damon like throughout the show. But yeah, this is the first one where I I said this to Sarah. I was like. I feel like this is real. Like, I literally am forgetting he's an actor. I literally feel like Ian Dame is Damon, who is a vampire, who misses his humanity. Like, yeah, he's so Damon it's so, to me. It's so Damon. Like, it's 
just so well done it's amazing yeah i'm glad we finally got a scene for him that and not even just this scene but like the whole episode episode. because when you go from like the the rose dying scene to this scene Mm -hmm. to like some of the earlier ones like the range he gets to show through this one episode is like it's an actor's dream and he does it so well yeah um it also reminds me of one of my favorite comments we've got on a YouTube review, <laughs> like an episode a few ago. Danielle yeah. commented and said, God, take his suffering and give it to Katerina Petrova. <laughs> I know. And I was like, yes, this is this moment That is for true me. in this episode especially. Yeah. Like, please take his suffering. Give it to me. Like, give it to anyone <laughs> else. Anyone else. God, take his suffering. He doesn't deserve it. Yeah. He Katerina, kind of, though. Yeah, Katerina, though. I mean, Damon also kind of deserves it for something. Well, but like, yeah. But not really. Let's be real, but not really. Yeah. So, anyway, this is the end of the episode. I don't yeah. even want to stop talking about it because I'm like, I love I it I know. I'm so like, I could just much. say over and over again how amazing this is and yeah. how much I love it. I know everything about it. The lighting, it's kind of foggy. Yep. It's very dark. It feels very blue, which is like Damon's vibe. And like, yeah, yeah the music again, it's just one of my favorites. So yeah. it's just an all timer for me. This is just one of the best. One of the best. Yeah. Uh, this this whole episode is, I think, in my top 10. I yeah. have to say. Like, I, I don't know if I'd put it in top 10, but this scene specifically this is definitely scene, in the top 10. If not, yeah. Um, I'd have to really think about it. I'm sure yeah. I've said that about 20 episodes. So, yeah. but it's definitely a favorite of, yeah. this, of the series. And in, in the season, especially. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's it. Yeah, I think for that's it for the descent. Yeah, we we've, see Damon descend. Yeah. yeah, we have descended all the way down. Um, but yeah, for this episode, deaths. There were a lot of deaths stacked. I feel like this has been a whirlwind of an episode. I barely remember. So yeah, I'll try to get them all. But there are. I don't know if they're like a number of campers that were killed at, at the beginning. Like four or five There's by a Jules. Lot. I thought there were a lot. Yeah, I feel like we see a lot of limbs. It is a, ma- a lot of limbs. It's a yeah. mass murder by <laughs> legal standards murder. for sure. Yes. Yeah, so Jules kills all those people and then she kills the park ranger. Mm-hmm. And then we see Rose kill the maintenance worker, the person who's taking out the garbage yeah. and checks in on her. And then she also kills the couple. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, <laughs> Damon has to kill Rose. Yeah. And then Rose, or no, sorry, Damon kills jessica so many deaths a lot of deaths and lots of just different kinds of deaths too you know it's almost all like rabid feedings in a way but like so differently kind of. motivated yeah um you know rose obviously through the werewolf venom jewels through i don't know just being a wolf i guess that's I what guess. they do apparently yeah. says we jewels. talked about it yeah <laughs> and then yeah and then damon of course through like grief so big death episode very big yeah not as much out of pocket slash would do differently episode because yeah. it's so good i would say of course jewels i'm gonna nominate her every single yeah. time she's in an episode yeah um, just for everything she does i don't even have a specific moment again i just yeah. can't stand her the moment i thought of i was like it's just she was so out of pocket for being like tyler by the way all of your friends are lying to you yeah, and also they killed mason yeah and just saying caroline killed mason she had nothing to do with it yeah i don't know she was just very out of pocket in that scene she always is but she always is yeah, yeah. the only other one i was thinking obviously is the writers for killing off rose so soon i could have done with a few more episodes i just love her Yes, but I think her storyline is just so perfect. I agree. And, I agree, but... And the way they bring her back in season yes. three is just so perfect also that I'm like, this one feels less out of pocket to me than like a Mason or yeah. something like that, where it's like, yeah, I love Rose more, but I don't know. I feel like... This is what I'm saying. I would have just want like one more, two more episodes in there. Yeah, it would have been it's nice true. to have I could live with one or two bit. more. Like her with Damon and her with Elena. That could have been a great trio. Yeah. But anyway, so let's just give it to Jules. She's always going to win out of yeah, pocket. If that, she's there, she wins. That's yeah, my rule. She's always out of pocket, for sure. 
um quotes yeah as for quote um i don't know i mean everything we just said for damon i don't know the whole essay the whole episode even yeah Yeah, i've got some funny ones i did of course want to call out caroline's line after tyler okay that was really good everyone just needs to stop kissing me that was funny everyone wants to have to say that in their life i feel like that's just an iconic thing to have to say (laughs) yeah that was that was iconic of her and i did like the one you already called out where damon says to rose you went on a murderous rampage it happens it happens that was pretty good um and then of damon's spiel i i singled out um not that kind of lost metaphorically existentially that was the one i just felt like stuck with me the most it was like it's it's kind of a funny line in a way but it's so serious in the moment yeah um and relatable so yeah i i like all of those but i think we got to go with damon yeah let's let's just do like not that kind of lost yeah i almost feel like we just got to do the whole monologue but i just don't know if we can so i know it feels i mean we make the rules but yeah realistically you all know what it is it's the whole it's the whole thing we all know Um, yeah but for the posterity of it we will say it is the uh metaphorically existentially lost yeah yeah i like that that. i think that's good and then no competition no no uh debate needed is the best song of episode 212 does not even compare yeah it doesn't even compare i didn't nominate nominate anything else because just nothing else could stand up to this there also weren't like there were two other songs maybe maybe in the grill i will say i did want to give a little shout out it doesn't even compare like it's not even close but i thought also the scoring in rose's dream oh yeah rose slash damon's dream was really well done like it starts off really light it's like piano and then basically in that moment when you realize where this is going, it gets a little bit darker, a little bit more like the usual Vampire Diary scoring. Yeah. It was very well done. So I thought I'd call that out. The show has great score. It really... It, it does. It definitely it does. very well always. Um, but so, obviously yeah. it's it doesn't even compare. Yeah. yeah. Obviously the winner for best song for 212 has to be DLZ TV on the radio. Yep. Which is the last song that plays as, you know, Damon kills Jessica mm-hmm. and is having his existential crisis in the road. Yeah. Um, we often forget to talk about how thematically well chosen mm-hmm. the songs are. A lot of times after I'll like kick myself. I'm like, why did we not talk about how that perfectly goes with like yeah, what's happening yeah. in the scene? But this is one where I specifically was like, I have to remember to call yeah. out that the lyric that they end on as they're like mm-hmm. on Damon's face is who's next? Yeah. Which I was like, what perfect like usage, like everything about the so song good. is perfect. But I also liked the lyrical parallels of like, yeah, I don't know, kind of like hinting to us like this is not the end of this. Like Damon yeah. is spiraling. Yeah. And when it starts, when it first starts playing, it's like something about like, I feel like I should know the lyrics to this song by heart because I listen yeah. to it like every day. Um, but it's, yeah, it's like something about like, this is the mess you made or something yeah. that you left me with. And it's like, oh, it fits so well for it the moment. It fits so well. And it's such a good song. Like you said, like listen to it every day. Yeah. Like, this is genuinely, we haven't said this, I think since like season mm-hmm. one, but this is genuinely one of my favorite songs in Vampire yes. Diaries. Like, for sure it's in my yeah. top five like for oh sure. yeah it literally made my spotify top five this it year. was in my spotify <laughs> top five yeah. too like so it definitely makes my top five yeah it is in my spotify it's so top five good as well. it's just such a good song we love to be on the radio and yeah then this moment so with damon it's like the perfect pairing it's, the it's dream so pairing. good yeah um, so yeah DLZ, TV me on the radio. I'll be yep. adding that to our song of the episode playlist where we have every winner of best song throughout the show so far. Um, you can find that linked in our various bios and descriptions as well as our Instagram and our TikTok where we always post fun videos, polls, other various clips and things. Yeah. Um, so you can check that out. 
And you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can watch the video version on YouTube if you're not already doing that. So go check us out there and join us next week for season two, episode 13, Daddy Issues, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Okay, issues. yeah. I was this like stretch of the episodes gets a little like blurred for me but yeah probably blocking out the next episode is a very uncle john and jules heavy oh my god a nightmare duo yeah but you know what's the best part about it (laughs) elena gets a ponytail okay yes i did so come back next week for elena's ponytail (laughs) okay yes i am here for the elena ponytail moment yeah always always so yeah thanks for watching and or listening to this one hope we see you next week Bye. bye